Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdul-Akim Shabazz. The program is State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Before we begin the show, let's meet the panel. You know him from 30 years in the Indiana Senate. He was once the most beloved man in the Indiana State House until he met me, the great Jim Merritt. Hello. Robert. Uh, and you know him as the owner and operator of IndiePolitics.org, the one and only Abdul-Akim Shabazz. Hello. How's it going, my friend? Always good to see you guys. Literally, always good to see you. <laughs> yes, we're actually doing this via... Uh, what do they call this? Zoom. That's where that. Uh, <laughs> yes, Zoom. Yes, it's called uh, virtual. Uh, for those of you who can't see us on the uh, podcast, of course, um, that's the way we. Uh, that's what the way we like it. All right, so let's start with something big that came down yesterday, and we have talked about this on this show, and we have talked about this on our Kendall and Casey show, that there was a looming crisis in the state of Indiana with Medicaid because a whole bunch of people got put on Medicaid during the COVID emergency declared by the governor. And Abdul, we'll start with you. We were saying for a long time, eventually the rubber has to meet the road here because the federal money is going to last forever. And it sounds like that day has now come. Well, yes and no. How's that for a nice lawyerly answer? Very just, just attorney of you. Just to get things started off, uh, yes and no. Uh, yes, there were a bunch of folks uh, on Medicaid due to COVID, but a lot of those folks have been removed from uh, Medicaid there are about 390,000, some change. So now at the end of the day, with, with the natural growth of Medicaid, it was about 100,000, some change. With that said, however, uh, because of that, uh, that growth in Medicaid and somebody somewhere forgot to carry the one or move the decimal point, uh, the budget has now technically a shortfall, uh, not for this budget, because this budget's already been passed. The next budget uh, predicted a shortfall of $1 billion and some change. Now, luckily, uh, there's a state surplus funds to sort of take care of that. Uh, but one thing that uh, Senator Mishler made it very clear in the budget committee hearing the other day was there will be no new additions or no new categories added to Medicaid uh, until they get this all figured out. So anyone who had a thought about you know, maybe adding a plan or, or uh, a Medicaid program or, or a certain category to Medicaid uh, in the next session, probably not going to happen. Uh, Jim Merritt, you spent 30 years in the Indiana Senate, and it seemed like during COVID, the governor, Eric Holcomb, was doing his best Oprah, where, you know, she'll say, you get a car and you get a car. Instead of a car, it was, you're on Medicaid and you're on Medicaid. And it seemed like a lot of chaos was thrown into this whole operation. Am I wrong? It 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 uh, it, it did render chaos. You're not wrong. You are right. And the interesting part about all this is the legislature, as a practice, has kind of ignored Medicaid in increases for, gosh, 15, 17 years. And, and this last session, 
there are a lot of hands out uh, because the Medicaid uh, patient, the reimbursement, the whole system had had really grown old and, and hadn't been paid attention to. And then the legislature at the end of the session, uh, after all that study during the session, decided to punt to Medicaid and punt to FSSA. And uh, let me say that this can't happen. Uh, the this mistake. There are so many eyes that um, uh, are 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 um, focused on this issue that that this mistake is not acceptable whatsoever. And uh, in, in in another state that we that didn't have a surplus would be in big trouble right now. And and so you know uh, for those that want to spend in the coming years. Uh, that's just not going to happen because of this billion dollar mistake. Uh, and also, you too, keep in mind, and also keep in mind too that uh, revenues have, for the most part, have been flat. So it's not like Indiana's, you know, spent a whole bunch of money on other programs. Revenues have basically been flat. However, we got the billion dollar increase in Medicaid funding. And by the way, uh, by my estimations, a few years ago was one in five Hoosiers were on some type of Medicaid. Now the number is one in four. Okay, as usual, you're jumping ahead. You're stealing my thunder, Abdul. Uh, we'll get to the flat revenue in just a second. Um, okay, so let's walk through this, Jim, because you two, you and Abdul, are much nicer than me. I mean, Abdul's kind of a train killer, but he, he, at least to your face, he's usually pretty nice. Uh, I maintained <laughs> when I was in, when I was in local government. Uh, I was very astonished at how little anybody actually read and had no idea what they were voting on. All the lawmakers, it seems like, are crying, surprise, how did this happen? Isn't that kind of an indictment of them? Like, don't you read the stuff? I mean, it seemed, if it's obvious to the radio guy, and I'm told what a moron I am on a regular basis by many of these people, if I knew this was going to happen, shouldn't you have known this was going to happen? We have two separate issues here. One, the enormous error that made uh, that was made, and two, uh, the federal government shutting off the tap, if you will, uh, and and so you have competing problems here, and and we're going to be paying for both of those problems, and and like Abdul said, a lot of people came off Medicaid, but that but th there are still poor people in Indiana, and uh, and Indiana is not a healthy state, and so you've got all sorts of problems. Uh, along with uh, an accounting error that is, it, it, it just, I can't believe how egregious this is, regardless if it's not going to, it's not tomorrow, but it's actually the, the next day, if you will. It's something that um, I'm really concerned about. And I, I think you saw my tweet where I said that whoever takes over as governor in 2025 should demand an out-of-state and a third-party audit of state government because republicans of which i am one and a proud one have been in charge for what will be 20 years and uh i think we need a completely um third party look at the fiscal condition of the state of indiana abdul no no that that i agree wholeheartedly uh after about 20 years if you think about it jim uh 20 years about as long as democrats had the governor's office uh Around from from Franco Bannon uh, to to from Evan Bayh to to Franco Bannon, so about twenty years uh, is, a, well, is about also, what you... Abdul also Abdul uh, Whitcomb, all the yes. way to yes, and so 
you, you get dead wood. You, and, and, and I don't know if you two have noticed, but the innovation in state government and the efficiency in state government has slid. Maybe I, hi, maybe hi, I hi, Jim, I'm Rob Kendall. Have we met? <laughs> <laughs> well, just look at what Mitch Daniels did. And that's a high bar. It's a high standard. But um, uh, it, you can see I write op-eds all the time on trying to coax people into uh, doing something different and upset the apple cart a little bit with state government. How does somebody make, Jim, you're familiar with these people, how does someone make a $1 billion mistake? Well, that it, it's unheard of. Uh, I, I would think uh, we don't do this anymore. But it's, in my opinion, a fireball offense, and uh, and I, I think that uh, the governor should speak on this. And 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 I don't know if he he has spoken, but the governor ought to come out really, really testy and upset and mad uh, because he has been running a state that he's got the bad numbers on. And and it goes back to what I've talked about with credibility of state government and the truth. Uh, there's a reason why the world does not believe what is going on in government because of because of these errors and because of, of um, several factors that they participate in. And it, it just makes it really difficult to believe what's go actually going on is truthful. Uh, Abdul? Oh no, I agree. I agree. I agree with him heartily, Bob. You 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 want you want good, competent people. It's one thing to make like say like a a, a hundred thousand, or maybe like a couple million dollar error because you're talking about you know thirty two billion dollars over a two year period. You you expect that, but but somebody should be watching. Somebody should be minding the store, you know, getting either quarterly or or monthly you know Medicaid reports. Like hey, here's what's going on. Here's 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 what our situation is, and and address this early on. As opposed to two weeks before the final budget hearing, um, someone says, oops. Robert, it goes a little deeper than that. Uh, Indiana is about the, now it's about 25th in the country in paying state employees. And if they're, if the state employees hadn't gotten a 10 to 12% increase, uh, we would probably be in the 40s a little bit. And I'm not talking about these, 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 um, uh, bonuses that were given out. Uh, you need to pay people to get good uh, results from from government, and uh, it goes back to uh, you know it, it, the the quality people are going to come to government if you pay them. And uh, the public service angle is wonderful, but it, we need really good, well paid people in government. And um, this error uh, probably puts a real focal point on it. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com uh, the program is State House Happenings. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdul Hakim Shabazz. Of course, I'm off for the uh, remainder of December. So in order to not make Jim Merritt drive 93 miles from Fishers to Brownsburg, we're doing this on Zoom this week. Uh, <laughs> um, 
so we're and we're and we're talking about uh, this major mistake made with Medicaid that's a one billion dollar, I guess, shortfall. You're going to say, um, so Jim, you hit the interesting point. You raise interesting point, which is Holcomb's responsible, right? I mean, there Absolutely. was a there was it's a time. So do we get to finally have an honest conversation about what we're doing in Indiana with healthcare, which is under Daniels, there was a HIP, the HIP program, that was the, the public healthcare program. And that was fine because it incentivized people to work. It kind of put people in charge of, of the healthcare. It, it had the, if you're on government run healthcare, you have skin in the game. And ever since Pence, we have dramatically grown Medicaid, which is Obamacare, yet we keep coming up with wild and wacky names to call it hey it's hip 2.0 and now under uh under uh holcomb it's emergency declaration healthcare. isn't it time to just say we're in the obamacare system we have a wild and wacky name for it because we don't want to admit it but we are massively into the obamacare system in the state of indiana there's no question about it and and uh uh there were hundreds of thousands of people who who qualified for health care because of hip 2.0 for instance and you didn't hear one word from Governor Pence at the time about this. And he could have lauded it that maybe his health, maybe his state would be a little bit more healthy because of HIP 2.0. But it, it is, it is Obamacare. And uh, there's no shying away from it now. Uh, it is costing the state of Indiana. Uh, but just think about it one way. If, if dental practice or, or, uh, a, a dental cleaning of your teeth could be extended to somebody on Medicaid. Um, uh, that is kind of the health part of your body. That's really the the essence of the health of your body. Uh, and you want someone to go to the dentist because it makes them healthy. It's preventative from so many different other maladies. And so, so you know, it, you can you can look at it any way you want to. But the bottom line, the answer to your question is is yes, we are in Obamacare. And, you know, Bill, one of the things that's been really interesting over the years is, is the battle over health care in Indiana. And one of the reoccurring debates is what right do you have to, with your behavior, to cost other people money? It was just amazing how, how people just sort of fight, you know, tooth and nail uh, over, over the right to smoke. Uh, like, OK, I, I get it, guys, but you might want to just maybe think about this because when you're we're paying for other people's bad habits is, is what we're doing. We're paying for obesity and we're paying for people not exercise. We're paying for people you know, smoking. I mean, and, and we need to figure out, okay, if you're going to engage this behavior, should the taxpayers be subsidizing it? Okay. Well, so I'd, much rather do it in, I'd much rather do it in a kind of a preventative way. Yeah. I, I, I think that uh, we are an unhealthy state. I, I think that's very, very clear. I, I do. I do say that um, governor Holcomb, has been uh, for the last seven years or so is very concerned about infant mortality. We've inched up a little bit in success, but um, not enough. And 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 it's like a backwater state if you're talking about infant mortality. Uh, real quick, and then I want to wrap up because I want to get to this leap district stuff because I think this is super interesting. Um, when you look at the state of Indiana and you look at where we're at financially they may say this year they're going to be able to do this without any sort of fee increases or tax increases or whatever they call it but they blew through billions of dollars in and i'm doing air quotes people can't see this on the radio but one-time expenses last year in order to keep people from getting a refund they're not gonna be able to patch this hole the next time 
No, no, they're not. And they know it. And uh, that if you if you read Nikki Kelly in the in the Indiana Capital Chronicle, along with Whitney Dower, and they both do an excellent job here, uh, that um, some of the looks on the faces of the of Senator Ryan Mishler, chairman uh, of the of the Senate Finance Committee, uh, I I think they're very very concerned that they see the flat economy, and uh, and you know it, right now they look like they're we're going to have four cuts of in interest rates in, in uh, 2024. So they're going to start kind of pumping the, you know, pumping up the economy. So they're looking, uh, everybody inside, you know, the legislature bubble, if you will, they're looking at a flat economy with possible recession on. And so, uh, yes, the, the legislature is, is going to be, uh, hawk, you know, hawkish in, in the way of uh, cuts and spending and 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 the governor candidates should react to this. And I'm surprised when I called for that, you know, uh, out of state, out of government, state government, third party uh, audit. Everybody who's going to lead something, a CEO comes in, they're going to know what they they're go, they're going to want to know what they lead. And and uh, Suzanne Crouch, lieutenant governor, what an opportunity to look at leadership. Of course, eliminating the income tax is definitely off the table now. <laughs> Hey, and I, she reached out to me. This is crazy for our Kendall Casey show. She wants to come on. I don't know if she had a moment of lack of clarity or insanity or what, but we're going to have her on first of next year. So her her polling must not be great if she well, needs tell, to come Tell on. her to bring her magic wand because that's what you're going to need. All right, so let's talk about Leap. Uh, and we, we, we have done multiple deep dives on this show and obviously on our Kendall and Casey show about leap. This is this proposed economic development district in Boone County in Lebanon. Uh, it's highly controversial, a lot of pushback from a variety of areas, half a billion dollars or maybe more by, by the time it's all said and done going to be put into this uh, huge natural resource debate over water being pumped in from Boone County. And now a group of civic activists has come out and said they got confirmation from the governor and other state leaders that no decision will be made until the fall of 2024, which to me is wild and wacky because that's probably right after the election that no decisions have been made. What is going on here? Abdul, I'll start with you. Uh, well, part of it is uh, it's a water study is what it is. And everything is basically put on hold till the water studies come back. I think the, I think the project is going to go forward because I think at the end of the day, uh, there, there is there is ample water supply in Indiana for for what they want to do with the Leap District, but once again, uh, like the, the governor said, he's he's confident the water's there. A lot of folks have said they're confident the water's there. They just gotta just gotta demonstrate it. So, so for that, that makes sense. Uh, because in part, um, it, it it's kind of funny because water is 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 a resource here in Indiana, just like coal and electricity, and it moves from place from place to place. So. Technically, the who the, the, I always I always ask the question when I when I spoke to Kevin Brandon, the state chairman, also the governor, who owns the water? I mean, is, is it is it is it the I, I realize you own what's under under your land up to a certain point, but but who owns the who owns these aquifers? Okay, so, so so let me so let me ask you this because uh, old our my pal old mouthy Matt Gentry, the mayor of Lebanon, um, he's going to benefit big time. The people of Lebanon will probably get huge tax benefits out of all these people being in Lebanon. I look at what's going on in our state and I see that taxes go up every single year, unless you're a wealthy person or a rich corporation. Now they do cut taxes for those people. 
But I'm looking at this going, my property tax has never been higher. My gas tax has never been higher. The things that I use have never been higher. And then I see all of my money, my income tax that I pay going, and it's going to help Boone County. What's in it for me, Jim Thanks. Merritt? Then you should be in favor of Suzanne's plan to eliminate the income tax. So anybody will go to those projects. Well, I'm not. I am Abdul. Uh, that's funny because I, you think I'm a wealthy person. So God bless you. <laughs> You're just the best. Uh, that you think that that's going to help me, uh, Jim. What? When, when we what? finished, do you remember when we had the the uh, transportation issue and that tax increase that you love so much? Oh goodness! And yes. we really studied all the highways and and uh, what I wanted to go to after that complete study and in, in the ensuing um, a lot of good construction projects going on right now. Uh, but what I want to do is go to a water study as a utility chairman of the Senate. I wanted to study water because it's a, it's an enormous part of um, our society and economic development. I think if you look forward a little bit, I think what, what I can tell you what I would do if I was in this spot and we wouldn't, because I know, First of all, first of all, I'd, I'd have a, I'd have a natural gas plant right in the middle uh, between uh, Lebanon and Lafayette because that area is going to need a lot of power. Uh, but what I would do is I would I would, I would do the water study, but I would also say that we're going to have this chip plant come in or whatever they're talking about that's going to be secondary or the second project from Lilly, and I would say that that a majority of the jobs are going to come from Purdue or Lafayette. They will get the first shot at these high-tech jobs. And 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 so you're you're kind of bringing those those residents if indeed they have to have the water piped in, um I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to find that water is plentiful. They've just got to organize it. That's that's why Whitestown grew so quickly is we got it organized. Well, Jim, let me ask you this, because you were in the Senate. It seems like these lawmakers, I mean, look, whatever side you're on on this, they blew this big time because they were on third base. And now they look surprised and go, wait a second. Everybody's upset about this. I mean, they blew this big time. And then I'll let Abdul chime in after you that they didn't have their ducks in a row when they started. Right. It's like musical chairs and somebody didn't have a chair. And when the when the music stopped, and so you really, really, it, it, this was, um, I think they just assumed, and you know what happens when you assume, and and that the water would come, that they could get water, but they just didn't plan it and saying, you know, this is going to be a mass amount of jobs for Purdue graduates, and and this is going to benefit Lafayette in these ways. And and thus we're going to need water pipe down from uh, Lafayette. It just there, there just wasn't a whole lot of planning or uh, gravitating towards uh, teamwork with different part a uh, different section of um, what what is Northwest Central Indiana. And so um, I, I think they're going to find that that they're going to they have water, uh, but they're going to have to come with a plan to. Um, assure those people that are really really upset right now and uh they got the cart before the horse abdul well uh the only the only disagreement i have with jim's musical chairs analogy is that there's mu playing musical chairs with no chairs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the way i look at it. a lot of this could have been avoided uh had people maybe maybe taking them take a little bit more energy a little bit more effort to communicate with the residents say here's what's going to happen here's what we're doing and because you got to keep those lines of communication open because we don't communicate then na nature like my ex-girlfriend hates a vacuum 
and, 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 and the vacuum well, will get filled with stuff. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and this is funny because when I was running for public office, uh, somebody told me who was in government at the time, they said the most important things you will do are the most boring things. And they said many of much of that centers around public utility or the public access to utility. And they said, you're not getting any credit for it. It's not sexy. You're not going to get any headlines out of it. Nobody's going to write an article about you over it, but it's the most important thing you'll do. And I remember sitting there when that guy telling me that and I had all these big ideas on tax reform and economic development that, Oh yeah. Okay. Old man. And that was the most accurate statement. And Jim, you know, this better than ever anybody because you headed up that committee public utility and access to things like power and water and sewer are the most important thing maybe of all that government does and nobody puts the time into it well not only that it's what abdul alluded to is communication way back when we closed fort harrison uh evan by was governor and one day i heard there was a press conference and he was announcing out in the fort that that uh, Fort Harrison was going to have a state park, and I wasn't invited, and I don't think Bosma was either. And so, so your district he, wasn't it? Oh yeah, right in the middle smack. I mean, he and I lived there. We were the lifeblood of that department, and we got it. We didn't. We weren't told. And it's it's really about it. it Abdul is correct. You got to communicate with people. Uh, it and it, it, it just falls way back when we have what was called peaking plants and where if there was a hot summer day they had this plant with natural gas and it would it would add to the load so you wouldn't have a brownout or blackout and um and when people would go into communities utilities or whatnot would go into communities the first person they would talk to is the mayor and then the council and then the and then the citizens and the chamber and the and the service clubs. That's how you communicate it. That's how those peaking plants got built. And if people that didn't do that, they would get defeated. All right. So and, and just to piggyback what you said, two, two things real quick here. When people flip the switch, they want the lights to turn on. When they turn on the faucet, they want the water to come out. When they flush the toilet, they want the stuff to go down the sewer. If you can't do that, why are you here? Yeah, so we want to close with some good news because, uh, well, I guess we've still got one more show left for uh, 20, uh, 2023, but uh, we do have some good news, uh, and though we're regularly told nobody listens and nobody likes us, um, and sorry, Jim, I ruined that for you because everybody used to really like you. Um, Abdul, I think you're kind of with me. <laughs> well, people love me, but they also love the media. So. You two are media. <laughs> Um, we are coming back for next year. Our sponsor, uh, Freedom Foods Indiana, has had great response, and they let me know yesterday that uh, they're very excited to come back next year. So we will. Uh, we do have a sponsor again for next year. And uh, just ahead of Christmas, I want to thank you guys for all that you do. It's uh, it's been great because it was like it was Merritt was the host, and then he ran for mayor, and then Abdul became the host because Merritt was running for mayor, and then Abdul ran for mayor, and Merritt became the host, and now. It's like when so what you said is what you said. You said what this is a loser show. Well, I'm just look, look, I won my election, so I don't know about you guys, but I'm uh, <laughs> but the point is, it's like when the E Street Band got Stephen Van Zant and Nils Lofgren together, it's like the perfect soup. And I love this show and I love you guys so much. And I just hope you guys have a, a super Merry Christmas. And thanks for all you do with this uh, with this program. We're super excited for next year. Thank you. It, it's It's a pleasure, and I really enjoy this myself. Hey, trust me. I do it because I got nothing else better to do, but I love you guys anyway. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, the one and only Abdul Kim Shabazz, Jim Merritt. Thank you guys, my friends. Thank you, Robert. Thank you.
FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdul Kim Shabazz, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Abdul on Twitter at A-T-T-Y-Abdul, at A-T-T-Y-Abdul. And be sure to check out and bookmark his very fabulous website, IndiePolitics.org, IndiePolitics.org. While you're there, make sure to get yourself a cheat sheet subscription. Uh, your look at all the juicy rumor, gossip, and innuendo going on with Indiana politics and government. Jim Merritt, he's on Twitter, at Jim underscore Merritt, at Jim underscore Merritt. And Jim has a very fabulous podcast, which you can check out. Merritt in the Morning, and you can find it on YouTube and Facebook. YouTube and Facebook, just search for Merritt in the Morning. Me, I'm on Twitter, at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall. And you can hear me uh, most weekdays, not for the rest of this month, but again, starting in 2024. Uh, weekdays 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC in Indianapolis. So, obviously, uh, this will be our last show before the Christmas holiday. For those of you listening via podcast during the week, we appreciate you. For those of you listening on WIBC on Sunday mornings, uh, we it's Christmas Eve, so we wish you a, a very Merry Christmas for uh, 2023. And while we still have one show left to go in 2023, we do want to thank each and every one of you who has made uh, Statehouse Happenings a listening destination, uh, whether it's via the podcast each week or Sunday mornings on WIBC. We simply couldn't do it without you. And we thank you so much for letting us into your lives every single Sunday. It really means a lot for us to be able to bring you the latest on Indiana politics and government. And again, we certainly cannot thank you enough. So we hope to bring you an even better program in 2024, and we look forward to doing just that. So for Jim Merritt, for Abdul Hakim Shabazz, my name is Rob Kendall, and you are listening or have been listening to Statehouse Happenings.